Welcome to the City Club of Chicago. The City Club of Chicago was founded in 1903. We are the cutting-edge public affairs organization, presenting personalities and discussing issues of the day. I am Dr. Edward Mazur, Chairman of the Board of Governors of the City of Chicago. The City Club of Chicago is a nonpartisan organization, and we're dependent on the generosity of viewers like you. Our speaker today is the president and CEO of the Restaurant Association of Illinois, the Illinois Restaurant Association, known as the IRA. Not to be confused with the IRA across the sea in Ireland, where so many of Chicago's finest citizens have come from. The IRA is a nonprofit trade association that represents the state's largest private sector employer with projected employment of almost 600,000 people, more than $30 billion in annual sales. Sam Toya, the president and CEO, is a graduate of Chicago's DePaul University. He's a specialist in community and government relations. He has served in leadership positions in several civic and public agencies. He has been a board member of McPeer, the McCormick Place Navy Pier, from 2003 to 2010. In 2011, he joined the Zoning Board of Appeals, and in 2017, he was appointed a member of the Executive Committee and Board of Directors for Choose Chicago. As President and CEO of the Illinois Restaurant Association, Sam Toya is responsible for managing day-to-day operations of the association, including its increasing its membership base, developing strategies to enhance its profitability, and maintaining good working relations with public officials and state and local agencies. You will see during Sam's presentation that he is incredibly passionate about local, state, and federal issues that affect this very important hospitality industry. The program is coming to you from the City Club Studios at 70 West Hubbard Street. Sam, welcome. Thank you, Ed. Thank you to the City Club of Chicago for having me today. Again, I'm Sam Toya, President and CEO of the Illinois Restaurant Association. I've been in this role for eight years now and previously served as chairman of our board and a longtime member of the association. As you mentioned, I'm also served on the executive committee of Choose Chicago. In my past life, I was a restaurant operator, so I know firsthand the challenges that come with running restaurants. In my role as president and CEO at the IRA, I lead our efforts to promote, protect, educate, and advance the state of Illinois restaurant and hospitality industry. We do this through advocacy, training, certification courses, business resources, expert referrals, networking, and culinary events, cost-saving programs, scholarships, and mentoring for culinary students and more. We have a dedicated team that is 100% focused on providing support, guidance, and relief to everyone in the hospitality industry, regardless if they're a member or not. So if you have a colleague in the hospitality industry that may be struggling or has questions about navigating COVID, please send them to the IRA anytime. Today, I'd like to talk to you about the status of our restaurants in Chicago and across the state. Everything the IRA has been working on through this crisis to support the industry. 
what restaurants need to support now and thrive in the future, and what you can do to help. Before the COVID-19 crisis, our association represented the largest private sector employer here in the state of Illinois, with over 594,000 people working in the food service restaurant industry, with over 25,000 eating and drinking establishments across the state. I speak in the past tense because you all know the restaurant and hospitality industry has been absolutely devastated by COVID. We were the first ones to close and all likelihood be one of the last industries to fully reopen and recover. You see the current national figures on your screen. In Illinois right now, restaurant sales are still down anywhere from 50 to 80% across the board. 86% of the restaurant operators say it's unlikely they will show a profit in the next six months. That means 86% of the restaurants will not be profitable in 2020. 98% of the Illinois restaurant operators say they have laid off or furloughed team members. Based on these results, we estimate that 321,000 restaurant employees in Illinois have been laid off or furloughed. Sadly, we estimate 20% of the restaurants here in Illinois will not reopen. It will be over more than 5,000 restaurants. Restaurants operate at an extremely low profit margin, so their business models were never designed for low occupancy. On average, 95 to 97 cents of every dollar that comes into a restaurant goes out in labor cost, uh, product cost, fixed costs, and everything else that goes to running a place. And this is during normal times. So the squeeze that is going on to restaurants is unbelievable. Every penny counts. This is one of the top challenges everyone is facing. Again, as I mentioned, sales are down in restaurants from anywhere from 50 to 80% from last year. Yet rent is still due, team members need to be paid, invoices pile up, and more. Earlier this week, many storefronts were hit in the downtown area. Windows have been shattered, dining rooms left in shambles, and food and beverage products stolen. The vandalism, the looting, the violence only adds more devastation and heartbreak to our industry that has been in crisis since mid-March. Criminals need to be held accountable so we can protect businesses throughout our 77 communities. There's no simple answer to these challenges. Restaurant operators are eager to be part of the solution and be a unifying presence across the city and around the state, and we always have been. We hope everyone will be respectful of local businesses that are anchors of every neighborhood here in Chicago. The IRA continues to collaborate with our partners and elected leaders, as well as provide all the resources at our disposal to help our restaurant rebuild and get through these challenging times. Let's talk about the status of reopening. Currently in the city of Chicago, restaurants are permitted to be open for indoor seating at 25% capacity. Guests can be seated six people or less per table. Bars were recently shut down for indoor service in Chicago, but can continue to serve their customers outdoors. At the state level, indoor capacity of restaurant and bars is determined by arranging seating to providing a minimum of six feet between tables. Restaurants have been eager to welcome customers back, and we're doing it in a safe and smart way. Social distancing, 
wearing masks and PPE are imperative to health and safety and to moving our city and state forward. We all want to keep building on the progress we've made so far. Restaurants have been strictly following all necessary guidelines and bad actors are facing serious fines or closure. Public health and safety continues to be the top priority to keep our guests and team members safe. The IRA has developed the Illinois Restaurant Promise, which is a poster for restaurants to display the pledges the restaurants has taken to keep customers safe, such as social distancing, PPE, sanitizing, and whatever the restaurant asks of its diners in return. Mayor Lightfoot and Governor Pritzker have made it clear they do not want to do a blanket rollback into phase three. Going back would be devastating. We've got to take a smart approach and be proactive to fix problems that we're seeing so we don't end up like California, Arizona, Texas, Florida, or Georgia, or other states that are in serious trouble. As I said, closing down looping would be absolutely devastating to our hospitality industry here trying to survive. The challenges that we're seeing in all these other states going backwards, because they reopen too fast or too loosely. So it's a balancing act with all of us. The, the safety and welfare of our team members and guests is always our top priorities. We always want to hear what the doctors and scientists have to say. The restaurant industry is already extremely health focused. And we are in hyperdrive now. Restaurants are taking all necessary precautions. Masks, PPE, sanitizing, temperature check, social distancing, reconfiguring workplaces to maintain a safe environment for team members and guests. We're also very progressive in Illinois when it comes to food safety. Everyone that works in the industry must be trained in food handling, sanitation, alcohol service, and allergen awareness. Most diners are happy to be out at their favorite restaurant. They're appreciative and respectful of the safety guidelines, masks, and requirements. People are excited to get a little bit of that summer feel back and enjoy their favorite restaurants. However, building consumer confidence back up is definitely a challenge. We just need to keep driving home to all diners that extra safety precautions are necessary for everyone so we can stay on a steady path and keep our progress with reopening. We all need to be rolling the same way. Last month, the IRA launched a Cover Faces, Keep Open Places social media campaign that all is about driving home the importance of safeties at restaurants. Hundreds of restaurant operators and bar owners have shared our message to reinforce the importance of mask and face coverings. We continue to operate one hour at a time. However, restaurant owners operators are well aware of the elephant in the room right now. The cold weather is right around the corner. October and cold weather are less than two months away. When outdoor dining is no longer doable, we could really be in trouble. We need to get to a place in Chicago similar to what's going on in the state. Social distance, six feet apart between each table. Occupancy is, is, is you know, right now in the city of Chicago, as I said, 25% capacity. And that just does not work. Uh, but we have to work to do collectively to get these COVID numbers back down and build on the reopening progress. 
the IRA is having conversations with the city and state to make sure we can be creative, innovative, flexible, and outdoor dining. We're talking about having tents, heaters, keeping the streets closed, having bubbles where you can put tables inside the bubbles, expanding the footprints, like I said, kind of like they do in northern European uh, cities like Paris or in Toronto or in Colorado ski towns, which are trying to make sure we're ahead of this curve. Again, simple things like universal mask and face coverings are absolutely crucial to get us back on the right track. The governor's rule just passed JCAR yesterday are a further step to drive home the fact that extra safety precautions and face coverings are necessary for everyone during this critical time. 99% of the restaurants are doing it right. Again, if we want to stay on a steady path and keep our progress with reopening, it's up to every individual to work collectively towards a common goal. As I said earlier, we got to keep rowing the same way. With the governor's order, if people choose not to wear their mask, their favorite restaurants, shops, bars, salons, hardware stores, and more will pay the price. We can't afford to go backwards right now when restaurants are barely hanging on as it is. Throughout this pandemic, the IRA is at the forefront, leading our industry in this times of this unprecedented crisis. The IRA worked alongside the National Restaurant Association to urge Congress to make necessary reforms to the Paycheck Protection Program, PPP. We, an extension of loan cover period from eight weeks to 24 weeks, additional loan forgiveness eligibility if at least 60% of the loan is used for payroll, before it was 75%. We collaborated with Governor Pritzker in the state of Illinois to allow for expanded outdoor dining options for restaurants and bars during phase three of Restore Illinois. The Illinois General Assembly passed legislation that allows for the sale of cocktails to go for delivery. This pragmatic law changes the direct results because we did a lot of advocacy on this alongside with the Cocktails for Hope Initiative and other partners. In March, the RAA successfully petitioned the Illinois Liquor Control Commission to allow for the sales of beer, wine, and spirits for carryout and delivery for restaurants and bars. We work with the ILCC and the liquor distributors to suspend the state's retailer delinquency license. Currently, restaurants and bars now have additional flexibility with distributors to pay their alcohol invoices. Due to the IRA lobbying efforts, the city of Chicago has taken regulatory actions that requires third-party delivery service to fully disclose the fees charged to customers and restaurants on each transaction. This measure helps create needed transparency and more fair competition in the delivery space. The IRA, worked with Mayor Lightfoot and the Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection to cut sidewalk cafes in sh- fees in Chicago by 75% and streamline the process for operators to obtain necessary permits for expanded outdoor dining. We requested and secured several business tax deferrals from local authorities, including deferred alcohol and amusement taxes in Cook County, deferred restaurant, parking, and amusement taxes in the city of Chicago. We've opened up our breaking alerts and research to all restaurant operators and vendors across the state. 
We want to keep educating the industry. We've hosted thousands of operators on more than a dozen webinars over the past three months. We also partners with Cook County Board President Tony Preplinkle on the Cook County Community Recovery Initiative to provide resources and technical assistance to small businesses in suburban Cook County. To date, we have reached 3,200 businesses and provided direct assistance to nearly 1,200 operators. Our association enlisted a dedicated group of attorneys and architects that are offering pro bono assistance to restaurant operators. And we've we've developed a reopening service and supply guide as well. Restaurants are looking for help. They're looking for guidance. And the IRA is here to provide it. We are excited to announce that we'll be providing a new form of relief for the industry through the IRA Educational Foundation. As we recognize there's still an enormous need at this time, we'll soon be launching the IRA EF Employee Relief Fund. The goal of the fund is to provide direct financial support to industry professionals that are in need of assistance during this pandemic. We have several generous partners, without whom this relief fund would not have been possible. Our hope is that all of you will consider supporting the efforts of our employee relief fund. Please use your networks to spread the word and help us with our efforts. And if you know anyone that wants to help, please send them our way. We'll be launching the relief fund in conjunction with our re-envisioned version of the IRA band favorite, Food and Wine Festival, Chicago Gourmet. Go Gourmet will be happening throughout the month of September and will feature intimate in-person dining and virtual celebrations in an effort to raise funds for the newly established Employee Relief Fund and existing IRA EF scholarship program for students. If you're interested in getting involved or know of any companies that would like to be engaged with the Employee Relief Fund, please reach out to me or visit our website to learn more. As we reviewed earlier, it is not a pretty pictures for restaurants and bars right now. The challenges Chicago and Illinois restaurants are facing are not unique. They are happening everywhere across the country. These nationwide, industry-wide challenges require federal solutions, complemented by pragmatic policies at the local and state levels. You all likely saw the executive order issued by President Trump over the weekend. The order aimed to deliver additional joblessness benefits, payroll tax relief, slow evictions, and assist with student loan repayment. We'll need to see if the legality of these orders hold up in the coming weeks. The IRA has been working with the National Restaurant Association and our state restaurant association partners on a blueprint for restaurant revival a plan calling for a variety of reforms and relief measures to support our nation and hospitality industry. Included in the plan are the following requests for relief. Create a $120 billion restaurant recovery fund for structured relief to help restaurants get the liquidity they need, adapt, rehire, and eventually reopen. This includes passage of the Restaurants Act proposed by Senators Wicker and cinema in the Senate. Additional asking the blueprint include build on the success of PPP, 
by enacting a second round of eligibility, make PPP loans tax deductible, establish a long-term loan program beyond PPP, expand employee retention tax credit, improve economic injury disaster loans, provide customer and employee wellness tax credits, address business interruption insurance claims, provide liability protections for American businesses, prioritize testing and vaccine distribution for food supply chain employees, enact payroll tax relief for essential employees, provide support for restaurants, feeding vulnerable populations, broaden access to restaurant meals for low-income Americans. Everyone in Washington is still very far apart between $3 trillion and $1 trillion in the next round of relief, but the PPP negotiations are coming along. The latest PPP plan would require businesses to show a 50% loss of revenue in order to get more funding. However, as I mentioned earlier, restaurants work on a tight profit margin, 3 to 5%. That many are still drowning, even if they haven't lost more than 50% of the revenue, even if they're down 30%, they're losing money. We've got to fix that for the hospitality industry. And there are positive talks going on to lower that threshold. On the $120 billion restaurant relief fund, we're strongly making the case for our industry as we've been hit harder than anyone else. The problem is every industry wants a certain fund or cargo. And there's just not enough to go around. That's why we're not putting all our eggs in one basket, but pushing for a series of short, medium, and long-term relief measures for the restaurants nationwide, along with the $120 billion restaurant relief fund. All of you can help our efforts by taking one minute to visit the IRA's website and complete our call to action to Illinois' congressional leaders. You can also pull out your phones and text REVIVAL to 52886 to call Congress to support the blueprint. We thank you in advance for taking this easy step to support your favorite restaurants. On the state and local levels, we recognize the severe financial challenges our governments face. It's difficult for our industry to receive direct financial aids. We get that, but we need it. And we do appreciate actions taken so far by Governor Pritzker, President Preckwinkle, and Mayor Lightfoot to support the industry, such as extending license, small business grants, programs, allowing for cocktails to go, reducing sidewalk cafe fees, suspending late, late fees on property taxes, and more. But more help is needed across the board. We need everything to be on the table and for our leaders at all levels to continue thinking outside the box for ways to help our industry get through this. Our association continues to be ready and willing to collaborate on ideas with elected officials. I'd like to wrap up by laying out a few things that everyone can do in order to help your local restaurants and bars. The first thing you can do is is what I just touched on. Please reach out to Illinois congressional leaders to urge them to pass additional federal restaurant relief measures. You can text REVIVAL to 52886 or send an email using the call to action on our website. 
Anytime you're in a conversation with elected officials at the local, state, or federal level, please remind them about the ways they can help the restaurant industry. Second, order from your favorite neighborhood restaurant. Go to the ones you've known and loved for years or the new places that just opened right around the corner in one of our great neighborhoods. Every sale, every dollar, every penny counts. Third, buy a gift card. Even if you can't get out for a nice lunch or dinner or aren't ready to dine out, you can help that restaurant a little bit by just buying a gift card. It's desperately needed. This is another area where I urge you to please engage your networks. For corporate lunches, virtual meetings, for your teams, please, please consider it. Fourth, consider adding on a cocktail, a beer, or a bottle of wine next time you place an order to go or deliver. These items supplement food orders and really go a long way to support a restaurant or bar's bottom line. Fifth, donate to a restaurant employee's relief fund or donate to a local nonprofit that is supporting the hospitality industry and its team members. Many restaurants have set up a GoFundMe account to support their staff and have been, that have been laid off or had hours limited over the past several months. As I mentioned, the IRA will be rolling out our employee relief fund during Go Gourmet, and we hope you'll consider joining us in our efforts. Lastly, when you're dining out, please be sure to closely, closely follow public health guidance and house rules. Wearing masks, social distancing, showing up on time, staying within designated time limits, and more are so important to keep restaurants running safely and efficiently. Now, I love to open it up to some Q&A, and I'm looking forward to the conversation. Thank you, Sam. Thank you and the, to the Illinois Restaurant Association. Thank you for dealing with these very, very difficult times that we're all aware of during the pandemic. We have a number of questions that uh, we're hopeful that you will respond to. Uh, the first one is from Alexia Elahide Ruiz. I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce your name correctly, with the Chicago Tribune. She wants to know, how many restaurants do you expect will permanently close as a result of the pandemic? Well, the National Restaurant Association uh, is predicting in the state of Illinois that up to 20 to 25 percent of the restaurants will not reopen. We started the year uh, with 25,000 eating and drinking establishments across the state. So it could be up to 5,000 restaurants will not reopen here in the state of Illinois. Uh, Would there be a significant difference between what we used to call mom and pop restaurants not being able to make it as opposed to larger chain restaurants? Yes, that's a good question, Ed. Um, In Chicago, we're known as an independent restaurant town. We're not like a a city like Tampa or Houston have a lot of chain restaurants. We have a lot of independent restaurants. So that's why it's so important that we reach out to our congressional leaders and explain to them how important it is to have a restaurant fund to help independent restaurants here and throughout the country. But again, Chicago is known as an independent restaurant town. That's why we're known as the culinary capital of the United States. Thank you. Uh, This is from, oh, someone from your alma mater, DePaul University, Erin Baines. She wants to know 
how will the restaurant industry shift in its approach to worker health and job security after the pandemic? You know, again, every restaurant operator owner will tell you, you're only as good as your team members. So we always want to be communicating, educating uh, with our team members back and forth. Uh, you know, I think that, um, you know, that we all know it, it, we're, in, we're in tough times, but no restaurant is good without its team members. And you, you can tell when you go into a restaurant, you can feel the warmth of your weight person, your bus people, your bartenders. It's all about teamwork. So a good restaurant operator owner knows it's important that they take care of their team members. So that phrase, there's no I in team, really takes on special meaning when we talk about uh, restaurants and bars and the hospitality industry. That is true, Ed. Okay. Uh, this is from Holly Wertheimer, and she wants to know, how can corporations support local restaurants now and as restaurants reopen in the coming months? Again, we would like uh, corporations to, you know, uh, make a donation to our relief funds for our team members uh, to, you know, purchase uh, orders when they're doing meetings, virtual meetings, uh, buy gift cards to pass out to their team members. There's so there's so many ways to uh, help out. But, you know, we have the IRAEF uh, fund where we're helping. We're going to help uh, team members that are still in need and also uh, help future leaders in the industry by giving out scholarships. So support local uh, nonprofits. I'm just curious, is this uh, uh, relief fund, is that a, um, would that be a tax deductible contribution if someone made it? Yes, yes, it would be. Okay, good, because people always ask that question of us. Um, This is from Joe's Seafood, Matthew Carlin. And He wants to know, when is Chicago going to start enforcing social distancing and capacity limits? We have all seen restaurants and bars that do not follow procedures. And if we see that, what should customers and restaurant owners do? Again, 99% of restaurant bar owners are doing everything right face mask, social distancing, sanitizers, um, you know, following all the, you know, PPE. They're doing everything right. Yes, there's a few bad actors out there. Uh, you know, if you see that, you could always call 311 and report it. But again, 99% of the restaurant bar owners out there are doing everything right. Okay, thank you. Um, this question is from City Club member, Michael Weiskirch with Employee Tech. The IRA has made predictions post-COVID that 25% of all restaurants will go out of business. What would recovery look like to sustain and rebuild the restaurant community? Again, we need a bailout from uh, Washington, D.C., like they've done in the past for the airlines industry, They've done for the bank industry. They've done for the auto industry. They need to do it for the restaurant industry. Again, we are the largest private sector employer here in the state of Illinois. The restaurant industry is the second largest private uh, private employer throughout the country. So we need that uh, blueprint for revival. 
$120 billion there, where independent restaurants in the state of Illinois, from Peoria to Rockford to Champaign to Springfield to East St. Louis to Chicago uh, and all our great neighborhoods, could reach out to and get funding to stay open and reopen. Thank you. Uh, You commented about the Illinois Liquor Commission uh, retailer delinquency lists. And could you explain that a little more? As I understand it, um, restaurants, bars, taverns, etc., cetera, uh, when they receive delivery of alcohol, they have to pay their bill within a very short period of time. Um, does this impact on this delinquency list issue that you talked about? Yeah, so if you didn't pay it on time because you got closed down in mid-March and you had all your bills keep coming in, they let you now um, still purchase the liquor as long as you work something out with the vendor you're buying the spirits from. So you can, you can work it out, not be paid up in full, but still get delivery of spirits to your location. Okay, thank you. Um, you talked about uh, PPP, relief coming out of Washington, D.C. in that. This would be a second round if a program is uh, generated. There were some complaints after the first round that there were certain restaurants and also outside the restaurant industry that really didn't need the kind of assistance that they ended up receiving, that this should have gone to more of the mom-and-pop independent operations. Um, Do you think this is a valid criticism? And do you anticipate um, a more equitable distribution if there is a second PPP round? Yes, we would we would hope for that. Again, just so our, as all our uh, viewers and listeners know here, that out of the PPP, the first round, only eight percent of those funds went to the restaurant industry. Uh, you know, were there probably some fumbles? Probably was because remember we put the CARES Act together within weeks. It was a over a two trillion dollar uh, uh, you know bill. Usually that takes months and months to put together. They put it together within weeks, and we needed that because we are, you know, the beginning of the pandemic. So I think we've learned from the first round. But again, Chicago is an independent restaurant town, and we want to make sure that the independent restaurants are getting their fair share because we have independent restaurants from Rogers Park to Jefferson Park to Morgan Park to Chatham to Hyde Park. These are the restaurants that we're concerned about. And as I mentioned earlier, Chicago is not a chain restaurant town. Earlier, when we first entered the uh, pandemic and its effect on restaurants and so forth, the entire state was treated sort of as a whole. And then Governor Pritzker uh, divided the state into several districts, 11 or 12. I'm not sure what the exact number is. Um, So that there were restaurants in DuPage County, Will and Kane, claiming that they should not be treated the same way that Chicago was. How has this been working out for restaurants, bars outside of Chicago? So there's 11 regions. And right now, uh, the governor has not changed anything. So if you own a restaurant in DuPage County or Lake County, you have to do social distancing. You have to have six feet between each table from table to table. 
that could probably get you anywhere between 55 and 60 percent capacity. Uh, in the city of Chicago, we have 25 percent capacity. But everywhere outside of Chicago, it's social distancing between tables. And I'll tell you, I've actually seen some restaurateurs um, measuring six feet. They have their uh, tape measure out. As I walked by it and I stopped and commented, oh, you're measuring six feet. So they really are trying hard, the majority of the restaurants, as you've said, to observe that rule. And like I said, 99% of the restaurants are doing everything right out here. We, we get it. We're, we're a highly regulated industry, and we are very progressive when it comes to um, making sure things are, you know, trained here in the state of Illinois with food handler, allergen, uh, you know, asset. We are, like I said, a very progressive res- restaurant industry here in the state of Illinois. Uh, this is from City Club member uh, Jim Skinny Sheehan with Sinachi LLC. First of all, he wants to thank the IRA and the restaurants for the support of his charity, the Special Olympics of Chicago. He invites you to join with me on March 7th to jump into Lake Michigan for the Special Olympics Plunge. Sam, you're on notice. I'm a veteran of two of those. Whatever Skinny wants, we'll we'll do it. You and I will be there, Ed. I'm looking forward to it. We have time for a couple more questions, please. Um, this is from Christine Jeffries with the Naperville Development Partnership. She says, if we remain in phase four for the next several months, do you have some best practices and innovative ideas for outdoor dining once it turns chilly and cold? Again, as I mentioned earlier, <clears throat> we're, you know, we got about, what, six six weeks before the weather probably starts getting cooler. We got to start looking at what they do in these northern European cities, like with heaters, tents. They have blankets on the chairs when you go uh, sit down. They do this in Toronto. They do this in uh, ski resorts uh, throughout uh, Colorado. So we need to start thinking outside the box right now, thinking, you know, getting heaters, getting tents, these bubbles where you could put tables inside the bubbles because, you know, we could be in this uh, for, you know, another six months and we want to be ahead of the curve. And it's all about communication and education. And that's what we're doing right now with our elected and leader, appointed leaders as we move forward here as the weather's going to get a little bit cooler. Thank you. I have this question. Actually, there are two people that submitted a similar question. Uh, Donna Mitzos with Innovation Meetings and a gentleman, Anthony Ambruscato. Basically, they want to know, does the IRA work with uh, the Chicagoland Chamber of Commerce, the Michigan Avenue Association, uh, the Taylor Street Businessmen's Association, in um, working with the mayor's office, the governor's office, uh, President Preckwinkle's office at the county board? We do. We were on a call yesterday with all the associations. Uh, Again, it's, uh, you know, we're all here to, uh, you know, assist businesses, again, throughout all our 50 wards. But yes, we do work together because united we stand. And we all have similar situations we're dealing with right now. Thank you. Um, Now, earlier you mentioned that you came from a, uh, uh, your genes are in the restaurant and hospitality uh, industry. And um, without mentioning any names, I know that you were in the, um, pizza and restaurant business. I don't want to upset any of our other supporters, so I won't mention Leona's. But I'm curious, 
You yourself, what do you prefer? Thin crust, stuffed, or thick crust pizza? Depends what kind of mood I'm in. They're all great. We have the best pizza in the world right here in the uh, city of Chicago. My family's been out of the uh, uh, industry, uh, out of the uh, restaurant industry now for, oh, eight years. So all everywhere. We have the greatest pizza right here in Chicago. It's not New York. It's right here in Chicago. Way to go. Folks, I want to say thank you to Sam Toya and the Illinois Restaurant Association for this very interesting program. I want to bring your attention to two of our upcoming events. On August 17th, the City Club program will be on Chicago's evolving media landscape. We're going to have a panel. Morgan Elise, who is with the Tribe Digital Publication, the Tribune's Gregory Pratt, and Jen Sabala of Block Club Chicago. It'll be very interesting. And then on the 19th of August, we will have the City of Chicago's Department of Transportation Commissioner, Gina Bayaji. So we invite you to join us. We invite you to go to our website, and we invite you to listen to the program, view the program. Also, we are on the WGN blog sites. And once again, we appreciate your support, your generosity. We're dependent on you, our viewers and members and listeners. On behalf of the City Club of Chicago, thank you very much for joining us. And I am Edward Mazur.